Happy Friday, ladies, and welcome to the Fullest Life Podcast. I am your host, Vita Tucker, and I am glad that you are joining me for another Friday as we journey to live our fullest life, a complete life, and be the best that we can be in all that God called us to be. Um, Today, we're going to do something different on our podcast. Today is the first time that we will have a guest. And I told you guys last week on my very short podcast that I was working on some things that are coming up on the next 10 weeks. And so this is the first of those things to come. And I'm not going to go on for a long time because I want to make sure that we can just jump in and get enough time with our guest. And my guest today is Kimberly Ashley, or Kim Ashley is what she goes by. Kim is um, a sister, a friend, um, and even times a mentor to me. We attend the same church, and she is just a great spirit. She's always smiling. She has um, just a great um, disposition. Someone I just think when I look at her, I just see the light, love of God and just the light in her. Even when things aren't going as she wished they would, you know, she still has a great smile on her face. So without further ado, we're going to jump into a pre-recorded um, interview between Kim and I. Say welcome, Kim. Thank you. And glad to um, to be on with you. Yes. I'm honored. (laughs) Well, I'm honored to have you here. So truly. Um, So we were talking about which podcast was that? Do you recall? Um, I believe it was the one. uh, It had something to do with fear. Okay. Yes. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think it was maybe the, it was either the first or the second one. Yes. Maybe the second one. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Yeah. yeah, we talked about fear on that particular and overcoming some fears and some things that were right. holding exactly. us back. And yes. um, so on that, as we were talking, um, we shared and you were sharing with me um, how there were some things that God was telling you to do that you really hadn't stepped out on because of fear, which right. is like all of us. <laughs> so yeah, he, the what if. The what if, exactly. What if this happened? You know, and what if that happens? And that's what it was, because I think we we said, but what if the um, I said in the podcast, what if the good thing happens? You know, it's, right? Yeah. So what if the good thing happens? Yeah, that's um, that's always been something too that that I feared. Um, you know, okay, so if if this thing is successful, will I be able to you know keep it up? <laughs> you know, yeah. What I, or you know, what if? You know, I allow this to get to my head and, you know, and then I get a big head and, you know, just do something stupid. And, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah. yeah. So all of those, I mean, yes, <laughs> whether you win or you, right. <laughs> you fail or some, some, yeah. some type of fear. Yeah. There is, there's always a fear when we, um, there's a fear of success and a fear of, of failure. Fear of failure. Yeah. Because the fear of failure now we all everybody recognizes that one off the bat because right. you—that's the yeah. first one to hit you when you get ready to step out and do something. It's like the what if it doesn't work and how am I going to yes. look? What people going to say and you know all of those things and well, did yeah, did I really hear God and all of that? But oh yeah, but then there's the fear of success that people don't. Sometimes I don't think we talk about that enough. Yeah, I don't think we really think about it like that. You know. Um, 
because, you know, I think a lot of times you, you think, you know, success, and of course you're thinking of the good aspects of it and, mm-hmm. you know, you know, how, how it's turning out and, you know, how maybe how you're feeling or so forth, but you don't really stop to think, okay, well, if I succeed, then, you know, am I going to be able to yeah. keep this momentum mm-hmm. or, you know, keep this position of yeah. success, you yeah. know, maintain it. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah and and that's really real because when you succeed, you know, even it talks about it in the Bible in Deuteronomy that, you know, um, after we've gotten the blessing, people mm-hmm. tend to forget God and they tend to right. forget right. who, how they got there, you know? <laughs> exactly. And so sometimes that's our fear. Like, you know, that's a legitimate fear. Am I going to succeed in this so well that I get, get the big head, you know, right. or did I start walking around and thinking it's all about me? And that that's never, right. yeah. I did it. Mm-hmm. yeah, I did it. And you don't want to be that person. You no. don't want to um, come against the word of God in that way. So that's another reason to not do and right. not move because it just, right. it might work. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I tell you, goodness, if we're afraid to, to fail and afraid to succeed, yeah, that could definitely be very crippling it can and be paralyzing. Very crippling and paralyzing. <laughs> she just won't go nowhere. No. And you think about, and I'm thinking about all the successful fears, like family and friends and people around you, because sometimes people around you can't handle your success. And then, you know, then they, you got to wonder how are they going to react to it? And all of these thoughts to just permeate, permeate your mind. Are they going to think, I think I'm better than somebody or, you know, and if it's some, especially if it's something to do with ministry. Right. Because then what people say, yeah. she thinks she know everything. Right, right. <laughs> Holier than thou. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. we don't so we stop ourselves from doing the things that we know we're supposed to do because of all of these fears. Yeah. So but when we were talking, you were talking about um your fear, the fear of stepping out and to doing what God has called you to do. But also right. that you had a dream. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that kind of dealt yeah. with that. Yeah. So this was um, this was back in 2002, I believe it was, um, and it was around a time where, um, of course, at our church, uh, you know, pastor would have different ones to come in and do. Um, leadership conferences mm-hmm. be like like a weekend thing maybe like a friday night saturday morning afternoon type of thing so anyways um that particular friday evening i guess going into saturday morning so we had already been through you know the first night of leadership meeting and um so somewhere in between you know the middle of the night <laughs> right uh, I had a dream that uh, I was standing at the crevice of a mountain, a very high, tall mountain, and um, right below me, way down below me was like a big body of water, like like an ocean or something like that, and, um, and then there was, it's what seemed like uh, someone waiting or 
be two people like waiting in a little small boat. Um, and for whatever reason, instinctively, I knew that I was supposed to jump and I could not, all, everything that I could see in the dream was before me or at least kind of within my peripheral vision mm -hmm. um, to the to the left or to the right. So to the right of me in the dream was just more rock or cliff. To the left of me um, in that dream was a being in a brilliant white that, you know, I couldn't see the face or anything, what the, what the being looked like, but just, I just remember brilliant white. And so, and then also, as I said before me was way down below was a body of water. So anyways, um, I remember just kind of standing on this, on this cliff and I'm just kind of going back and forth with the Lord, like, you know, God, I've never, I have never, you know, jumped from anything mm -hmm. this high. I've never swam in water <laughs> this deep. I don't even know how to swim that good. What if I drown? What if I die? What if, you know, blah, 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 blah. Oh, right. And, you know, God's not saying anything to me, back to me. But, you know, after I go through all my, you know, <laughs> all my stuff, mm -hmm. then, um, then I, I just came to the conclusion. I said, okay, Lord. I said, because I love you, I'll do it. And wow. so um, I told myself that I was going to uh, jump on the count of three and that when I got to three, I wasn't going to give my, myself time to think about it and, you know, talk myself out of it. Mm -hmm. um, and so I remember in the dream that uh, I was chewing on a piece of gum and then I had my glasses on. So I said, well, let me take this gum out of my mouth. And so I stuck it to the side of the rock that was on the right of me. I said, because my thought process in the dream right. was, you know, I don't want to, you know, jump and take, you know, take a deep breath in, you know. And choke on your gum. <laughs> right, choke on the gum going down. Right, right. So, um, so I took the gum out and stuck it to the side of the rock. But I said, I said, I need to keep my glasses on because I can't see without them. And that's that's the truth, you know, mm -hmm. in, in reality. Right. Without my glasses and contacts, I can't see too good. That makes so anyways, me, me um, either. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I counted to three, one, two, three, and then I leaped. And that dream was so real feeling, so lifelike. I mean, I, I just felt the speed and the you know just everything of going down mm -hmm. the plunge you know wow. into the water and coming from you know such a high place I you know when I plunged in I went down you know really deep yeah but then uh you know then it you know kind of I guess the pressure pushed me back mm -hmm. up out of the water and I went back down again and so when I was trying to kick my feet you know to get back above water I was holding my breath but couldn't hold it anymore before I could get back above water and so you know I had no choice but to start breathing underwater but then I realized that as I was breathing like no water was getting in me wow. like it, you know I didn't start to drown yeah and then um the last thing that I heard you know was I can keep you in any environment and then that's when I woke up Wow, that so so now yeah, so that dream was very powerful to me. Yeah, um, that I that I wrote it down. Yeah. So then I go to 
the last day of the leadership meeting and that was that Saturday morning. So then, you know, go through all that, um, go to bed that, that night. So in between Saturday night and Sunday morning, then I have another dream. And um, that dream, I am water skiing in the ocean. Mm. <laughs> Something I've never done to this day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but in this dream, I'm water skiing um, with just an ease and confidence. I am doing all kind of flips and turns and twists mm. and <laughs> tricks and everything. And, and then I wake up from that one. Wow. And uh, so what that, what both of those dreams kind of uh, spoke to me was, you know, that um, regardless of whatever the, 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 the calling that God, you know, mm-hmm. calls me to, no matter how fearful it is, you know, I do it out of my love for God and out of my desire to, to please him. Yeah. Um, that, you know, regardless of the environment he's calling me to or the task mm-hmm. that he's calling me to, um, that he's able to keep me. And that was, you know, one of my fears, kind of like what I said mm-hmm. we were talking about earlier, you know, okay, well, what if this guy, what if that, what if I, you know, he's like, I can keep you in any environment. He's like, it doesn't, you know, he's with me yeah he's yeah. with me he's got my back um as long as i am in his will doing what he has called me to do because god doesn't call us to do something he doesn't equip exactly. us exactly so um wow. so whenever i have um, any type of fear of stepping out into what god has called me to um I'm constantly reminded of, of those, those two dreams that, you know, if I begin to, you know, walk in obedience to God, that he will, his grace will be upon it, which is what that second dream represented, Mm -hmm. that his grace will be upon me and it will be made to seem as if I am, you know, I was just born with that ability, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I will do it. And I'm doing it with such ease and such, um, such grace that, you know, um, no one will know. Right. That no one will know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. um, And so, you know, I'm reminded. Ladies, we're going to break for a word from our sponsor, but we'll be right back with more of the interview with Kim Ashley. So up to that point, you know, in the dream, I had not ever, you know, jumped into the like the 12 feet of a pool or anything like that, mm-hmm. because I had always had the fear that I would be the one who just wouldn't pop back up out of the water. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like I see all these other people, they just jump in and, and poof, they just pop yeah. back up out of the water. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, I, I just had this fear that I would be the one that, you know, be struggling to get above water and that I would drown or something. And um, so anyways, this happened probably a few years after the dream. We were going on vacation um, to this place called Solomon's Island in Maryland. And uh, they had a pool that, you know, of course, had a 12 feet and everything. 
And I said, okay, when I go, I said, I'm going to jump off the diving board um, in the 12 feet. I said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to conquer this fear. I'm going to get over this. Mm -hmm. And so we get there and we're at the pool and I'm sitting next to this lady. I didn't know who she was, but we got in a conversation. So I had told her about my dream and, you know, about what I was about to do was get in the water. She's like, she was so excited. She's like, oh, wow, that was a powerful dream. And everything yeah. was like, oh, this is exciting. And it's like, so you're going to do it? Today's the big day? I said, yeah, yeah, today's the big day. So I'm watching. As I'm seeing, I mean, like a little tiny tot kids, you know. <laughs> jump, jump into the water. <laughs> just jumping in, which I mean, just no fear at all. <laughs> right. <laughs> just jumping in, plopping right back out. I'm seeing, you know, bigger kids, and then I'm seeing, you know, like, you know, the seasoned saints, you know, <laughs> right. older, <laughs> older people doing it, you know, wrinkled bodies and everything, and they jumping off and coming back. And I was like, okay, I was like, you know, what's my excuse? I said, I got to get up there. So I told myself that once I get in line, and if somebody got in line behind me, I said, I'm not going to get out of line. And then I said, um, and then if I make it up to the to the diving board. Without chicken it out, I said, and I'm not going to get out of line. And I said, if I climb up the ladder, you know, get on the diving board, I said, I'm not going to, you know, right. but, get off. Mm -hmm. So I said, all right, I'm going to walk. So I walked to the end of, of the diving board and I said, okay, Lord, on a count of three. And in my head, I counted one, two, three, and then I just jumped. Wow. I my leap, jumped <laughs> <laughs> and jumped. That's awesome. And right back up, <laughs> swam to the edge, and uh, then I did it again probably about three, three or four more times. And you're still here. <laughs> and I'm still here. And you're still here. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, wow. Here. So I'm going to tell you what, for me, when you when you tell that, that you know, and it's, I, don't, I hate to say story, but when you just right. talk, tell of the dream that God gave you, and then later on, the action, the literal, um, the life right. or the reality application, application came, right? right? And so, yes. so many times and like we, um, we have dreams, we have visions and some people say, I never dream, but you know, I believe that God speaks to everybody differently, but sometimes he still gives us dreams, but right. we tend to discount them, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and especially, you know, people who, um, Maybe they're new in, in Christ or they're not, you know, they don't have a relationship yet and they just think it means nothing. Right. Or sometimes, you know, and there are times when our dreams really don't mean anything. We put too much yeah, stock in them. <laughs> we put too much stock in something just because you ate something wrong um, right. before you went to bed, pizza and collard greens together. That's not oh. a good combo. <laughs> so, but when you when you're speaking about how years earlier this this dream happened okay and in the dream it was telling you to take a jump you know right jump and you knew it was in reference to things that god has called you to do in life right but later on he made it applicable by actually physically having you in a situation where you needed to jump in a pool putting you to basically putting your faith to the test like okay you say you understood what i said you say that you receive and you say that you believe 
Now here's the opportunity for you to show. Right. Here's the application. And I kind of feel like sometimes that's where we lose it in the application. Yeah. <laughs> it's easy to say a lot of stuff, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. And I and I God think told me Yeah. And we reference that and we say, you know, one day, and I think I said that on that same podcast, if not the other one, one day I'm gonna, and one day, and you know, I have a dream and I know that I'm called to do this and do that. Yeah. But when it's time to take the steps. And I love the fact that when you actually went physically to do this thing, to jump off of that diving board, right. it wasn't like a hurry thing. It wasn't like there's one step and jump. Yeah. You you walked it out. You're like, okay, if this happens, then this. If I'm going to start walking towards my purpose, if somebody gets in line behind me, I'm not going to turn back because right. I got to keep going. If I make it to the stairs, I'm going to go up those stairs. You know, it's like every stage. And if I make it up the stairs and onto the board, then I'm going to jump. (laughs) And that to me is just so, if we made it into practical sense when it comes to the things that God has called us to do, things that we want to accomplish in life, relationship building and all of that. If we realize that inch by inch is a cinch, but yes. yard by yard is hard. When it you try hard. to look at it from the big picture, yes. <laughs> it's rough. Yes. It is. And you took it one step at a time. I mean, you even had the conversation ahead of time with the lady at the pool who probably was like, what? Yeah, <laughs> because I felt like, you know, I think I, I, I really don't know how we got on the conversation but mm-hmm. i just um i guess as i was sitting there just kind of watching everyone um jump that probably i just probably said you know i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna do that or whatever i'm gonna get i've you know i've never jumped in the 12 feet and so today's gonna be the day so i probably you know probably started it off like that but right. um just in the fact that i told someone a total stranger that was right. you know sitting next to me that you know didn't know me from Adam. And exactly. You think she could care less, but right, right. But wow. yet I put it out there, mm-hmm. and so now you know, I can. She was, she was looking to see, and she was going to watch, see that I did it. And I told my cousins, you know, right. also, so they, you know, they were um, encouraging me. So, um, so I got. Matter of fact. Um, uh, Danielle mm-hmm. was with me. Okay. She, she had come on the vacation with us. And so, yeah, so she encouraged me. And uh, and so, yeah, I did it. And um, Look at there. And, and, uh, yeah. And, and I did it multiple times after that. So, <laughs> multiple I, times. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I wanted to make sure that I really got over that fear and I just wanted to build up my confidence yeah. in doing it. So, um, so, so yeah. Now, today... Now here to today, and, and where we are today, you you lifeguard at a pool. Are you um, sit, you kind of hang out I, at the pool to make sure the yeah, kids don't lose their mind? At, yeah, I, you know, do pool. Um, I'm pool monitor during the summer right. in, my, in my neighborhood. Okay, so, um, so if the kids yeah, pool, if the kids yeah. happen to jump in, uh, unsupervised or something needed, are you still are you? Well, we're not we're not considered um, lifeguards, right? But um, would you? Just, 
have yeah, a, I mean, definitely if I had to, but I mean, the pool is really, this one, the highest it goes is five feet. Okay. So that's really, you know, I can, I can touch five feet. Right. I mean, my, it, you know, my neck <laughs> might up. be, the water might be up to my neck or my mouth, mm-hmm. you know, but I can still touch it. So, but yeah, I would definitely. But that's not a fear that reoccurs now. You don't know. No. Okay. No. Because, no. and I think also what, what another thing I'm thinking about is, is with our fears, we do things to conquer a fear, you know, and we move forward and, you know, we're like, yes, I did that, you know, but then right. the next time that opportunity comes, sometimes we pull back again thinking, right. Right. oh, you know, what, what if God's not on my side in this one? So, um, if he gives you a, a, a business to start, you start that business and it goes forth, but let's say it's not successful. Doesn't mean because it's not successful, he didn't call you to do it. It might've been sure. a teaching ground for something right. else. So when the next opportunity comes to step out on something different, that's when we tend to pull back and forget all that he showed us before. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, wow. that- that can happen quite often because you know even now today <laughs> um, yeah. god is pushing you <laughs> i believe <laughs> to to step out on 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 something yeah i have yet mm-hmm. <laughs> to do it um uh for you know all those same reasons mm-hmm. you know, god what if you know I've, I've been in these waters before <laughs> right <laughs> you know and um so that's been slow moving on my part um, but I know that I have to step out on it mm-hmm. like very soon right. know, because I don't want the grace of God to lift from it and, yeah. um, and yeah. I just don't want to be in, in disobedience so but yeah so That's... if you had to say um, to someone um, let's say that they're a per- there's someone um, who's listening, whose faith is like in the beginning stages. It's, there's, it's not very strong. They're not really sure. They're not even sure if they hear God's voice <laughs> or none of that. But they, they, what they'll say is, I think I'm supposed to do X, Y, Z. Right. What would you, what would be your suggestion for a person in that situation? Uh well, one, um, if it is if it is something that you know they strongly feel that God has called them to do, it's kind of like that nagging thing that just kind of won't go away. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, you know, one thing that you can do is if if there is a um, trusted, you know, believer that you know of, mm-hmm. um, uh, someone you know that you respect and that you know has a um you know strong solid walk with the lord um and you've seen fruit you know in their life you've seen you know kind of uh god blessing them Mm -hmm. you can you can you know you can give your idea to them or tell what you what what you believe god is sharing with you to them um not that everything that we share you know that you know we have to get you know someone else's okay that they're, exactly. their confirmation right you know but you know also um you know wise counsel is you know it is imperative it, right right 
Mm-hmm. So we can, we can utilize wise counsel. So yeah. that, but then also, um, the other thing is, is if it's something that you believe God's called you to do, then you step out and, and you step out on what you believe mm-hmm. that God is. And if you step out there and you find, okay, Hey, this wasn't God. It's a teaching moment. It's a like, te- you haven't because, lost anything. Right. You haven't lost anything because, you know, at the end of the day, God is looking, you know, at your heart and he's looking at your willingness and, you know, he yeah. knows our thoughts and, and, and everything. So if he sees that, okay, yes, you really believe that this is a me, so right. forth, you know, and, you know, this is not something she's trying to do or he's trying mm-hmm. to do, you know, on their own, uh, you know, agenda or what have you. Um, God will make up for that, you he know, because he understands that we're learning yes. to walk by mm-hmm. faith. We're learning to hear his voice. Yeah. So, um, you know, so he's not going to like, you know, punish you because oh, you didn't hear from me, right? Shame <laughs> on you. you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, so, but, um, yeah. It's like any parent, you know, who mm-hmm. has a child, you know, that's just learning to walk, you know, if they fall down, you know, the parent's not going to, you know, Right, up because they the fell. No, <laughs> like they're gonna help you back up, and mm-hmm. you know, come on, let's walk again, let's try it again. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. So I would, I would say, you know, to take that step of faith mm-hmm. of what you believe that God's calling you to do, and if it turns out that hey, this was not of God, then you know, it's a learning. That's that's a learning um, opportunity, really. It truly and, is. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and just get back up and you keep, keep moving. Like, yeah. Okay. You know, missed him on that one, but you, you know, you just keep, you, <laughs> you keep, keep going. going. You keep All going. Right. I think um, one of the things like when we step out and we do things that we believe that we're being led to do that um, we don't try to eat the whole cake at one time. Yeah. You know, so yeah. <laughs> it's a slice thing. It's just, you know, you step out and stepping yeah. out, for some uh, people, it may be simply, you know, you go out on online and get information, just start collecting information on whatever it right. is that he's called you to do. For some, I see, I think sometimes people think um, I got to make a move and they jump too fast and they right. move out of God because they're trying to make it happen at all at one yeah. time. Take up too much, take on too yeah. much, at, too one much at one time, too much yeah. at one time. And I know you've heard it said because we attend the same church, but for those people who haven't, um, the, the God is more concerned that Pastor Thomas always talks about how God is more our concerned about our development than our arrival. Than our arrival. And yes. so he's not, um, he's going to, he has the wherewithal and the power to get us where he needs us to be. He right. just needs us to be where he needs us to be in the right moment. Exactly. <laughs> right. right. Not trying yeah. to be ahead of him, but just, okay following him, following him and allowing him to teach us in the, in the midst of it all. So. Because a lot of times we can, you know, be in such a a rush to get somewhere. We, you know, we may arrive there, but if we don't have the character to stay there or to maintain where God's got, got us to, then, you know, we wind up making a big mess of it anyway. Mm -hmm. So God is definitely more concerned about developing that inner character and that inner person um yeah more than he is in getting you to you know to the destination you know right it's it um 
it's like driving. It's just like driving. You know, you can get to your destination, but you got to pay attention along the way. That's there's right. there's right. mile markers on your drive to say you've reached this Spencer point. Driving, yep. Yeah, there's a mile marker to say, okay, you're at this point. Then you got to look at the people around you, what's going on. You need to stay right. aware. Sometimes you have to change lanes because that yeah. was like, and that's how it is when we're on our way to wherever God is taking us. Sometimes we have to, he's moving us slow because it's a process. And right. it seems to us slow because we're always trying to make something happen in a flash, yeah. you know, in a hurry. <laughs> in a hurry. <laughs> God said that I'm going to be an astronaut. And tomorrow we think we're supposed to be two weeks from now on the moon. Okay, <laughs> Not ha having taken one college course, no preparation. no preparation. You can't even breathe blowing up a balloon. So you haven't even worked out. But yeah, tomorrow you're going to be <laughs> on the moon, you know, so he is. He's really tried to get us ready. And that, you know, that will remedy that fear that we have that when we get where he has for us, that we would be prideful or arrogant. We'll forget who we are or we'll forget about right. him. We'll um, act wrongly or not be able to handle the space. Because right. if we let him do the development when we get there, yeah, right. it's just it's going to be great, you know? Great. So... <laughs> Well, thank you, Kim. This has been absolutely awesome, you guys. Yeah, for I'm telling you, this is our first. This is our first interview, first um, time ever on the Fullest Life podcast. And I am very grateful and very thankful that I did obey the Lord when he said to me, have Kim <laughs> be your wow. first guest. And we've been trying to make it happen for a minute, y'all. Oh we're going to tell you, like we talk about stuff that doesn't just happen overnight. This, I didn't think about this yesterday and call Kim tonight and we recorded. No, <laughs> this has truly been a process. It's been, it, it is a labor of love because we love the Lord that we know we had to get it done. And I'm not talking about a week or two weeks. This has been... <laughs> I don't either, but it's been a good while and, and oh schedules God. didn't line up at time. And then we got one time we got together. And neither one of us had the energy to say anything. <laughs> we were tired, but it's just another example that God was doing something. And I think this was the perfect time, the, the perfect, perfect timing, time. you know, and we are here and it was excellent. It was great. So I thank you so much, Kim. I really do. I appreciate you. I'm going to love you as a sister and a friend. Yes. And um, I believe that there's more to come. More to come right. on, both sides, on both sides. So <laughs> with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and, um, you know, we're going to go ahead and let Kim have the rest of her evening to herself and thank her for coming on. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> So, ladies, we've come to the end of another Fullest Life podcast episode. I hope that you have enjoyed this interview with Kim Ashley as much as I did. I just found so many nuggets in there that I can apply to my life as I'm walking out the things that God has called me to do. And I hope you have found some as well. Now, if you're someone and you're saying, hey, the podcast in the past, one of them has sparked something in me or I want to share with you what it's meant to me, please do. You can email, email me at vtfullestlife 
at gmail.com. You can give me a call at 336-549-9869 or you can hit that message button on your podcast platform and it will send it a message directly to me. And who knows, if it fits and the timing's right, you may be a future guest on the Fullest Life Podcast. I wish you all a great weekend and a great week ahead. Go out and live your fullest life because that is what God has called us to do, is to live our fullest life. Love you all. 